15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The information contained within the following podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All opinions, views, statements, and curse words are those of the panelists and do not represent any business, nonprofit organization, deity, demigod, or government institution. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast. It's Monday, and that means that you've landed on Utah's most atheist podcast. Uh, this is our weekly current events episode where we try to bring you our most topical discussions within a about a day of recording them all. So just a heads up to uh, any new listeners out there. This is a very much liberal and atheist show. So caveat emptor, people. Uh, this is ep- well, actually, you didn't even have to, you're not a buyer, so you don't really have to beware, but you downloaded it. So fuck shit. We warned you. So, <laughs> uh, this is episode number. We wish 81. Hillary Clinton won. Wait, boy, do we? I don't have buyer's remorse because I didn't buy the fucker. Yeah. Uh, this is episode number eighty-nine. Holy shit! We're rounding the bases to one hundred. And I'm your host what? X. And joining me on the panel tonight, we have Felicia Entwistle, and we have Kyle Steenblick, whose mic was muted there for a second. Well, was- not for a second, but for a couple minutes, apparently. <laughs> Oh, That's man. fine. I didn't say anything worth hearing anyway. You didn't need to hear what I was saying. <laughs> you didn't need to hear. Give me some of them like... french fried taters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we got the introductions out of the way, let's go ahead and move into news you missed. So the word of wisdom is a way to live that was given, uh, that's given to members of the church that helps us to be healthier. The things that it restricts, I think, are the ones that get more press. So that is, we don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't uh, drink coffee or tea, right? But I think what gets lost in that is it tells us to like eat fruits and vegetables and to you know eat meat occasionally and to you know eat grains and be healthy. Dateline, Salt Lake City, a 144-page bill that is seeking to tear down the so-called Zion Curtain and overhaul, overhaul other parts, other parts of Utah liquor laws has finally been unveiled in Kyle. This is your guy. This is House Bill 442. Guy. I've been harassing this guy for a month now about this shit. Sponsored by and House Majority Leader Brad Wilson. <laughs> he has blocked me. Anybody want to guess what his political affiliation is? Oh, well, well of course he's Republican. Why, why wouldn't he be? <sighs> so what they're going to do is they're making the Zion Curtain thing a voluntary uh, you can mm-hmm. keep up your Zion curtain, or you could tear it down and institute what everybody seems to be calling the Zion DMZ or the Zion moat. Where uh, I like you moat. I feel like it's more of a moat because you have I to. I would be. I you know I wouldn't be too adverse to an actual physical moat. That'd be amazing in a restaurant. <laughs> but <laughs> because that would be amusing to me. Every you, every restaurant has a lovely water feature. 
every little oh. one. Yeah, it's it's full of drunken koi. And it'd keep the <laughs> keep the air in the restaurant nice and moist, so you know you don't get dry <laughs> dry septum. You know, uh, but they're talking about having to have a ten foot perimeter where children will not be allowed to sit near the bar. So they'll still be able to be able to have adults and everything sitting nearby the bar, but you know, ten feet away, there's that magical distance where you know kids can't see liquor, or so they think. What is this nonsense? This is what happens like, when you have non-drinkers making your drinking policies in the state. It makes no I, sense whatsoever. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it's, make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense because I mean, I'm going to ask anyone in any state ever. Are you prone to seeing children sitting close too close to a bar? No, because it doesn't fucking happen. Because people sitting at the bar in the restaurant don't want to be sitting next to kids. What? Well, the, Shocker! I tell you, the, the ridiculous, the absolute ridiculous thing about this is people do not go to restaurants to drink. Fuck no. It doesn't. <laughs> Happen. I mean, the closest you'll ever, the closest you'll ever see are um, the gastro the pubs, pubs, boo pubs, yeah, the, the gastro pubs. But those are <laughs> those are still eight dollars a beer. Still, <laughs> yeah, those are a little different, but still, you don't go there to just drink. Well, you know, I did a Gracie. I, I like Gracie. I did. <laughs> Gracie is a bar. Oh, but, but still, that was when I, food. <laughs> that was that was when I that was when I worked within walking distance to one, and they had fairly cheap, very large beers that I would just. That was my lunch. And hey, I one just, of my one of my fondest memories is going to yeah. uh, going to squatters with Kyle during Comic Con. <laughs> oh god! And we had a working lunch. Boy, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do that again. Four beers later, let's stumble back to yes. Comic Con. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Oh, you know. Fan X is coming up and I'm mm, going to be there, you know. Yeah, I don't have my passes. I need to get in. I need I need to get on panels. That's what I need to do. Got to get back on that. Anyway, <laughs> so here's some more bullshit that Rep Wilson has has been attached to this bill. So, they're going to restructure the licenses for restaurants and bars further separating the two. They're going to be shrinking the distance restaurants that serve liquor must be from community locations like churches and schools. So, that's kind that's a little bit of a plus. It doesn't have to be like a quarter mile anymore. It can be yeah, no, what what this this bill, this bill is like a few t- grains of good things that are just absolute common sense that are served up in, in a in, horse shit pill. <laughs> they, but the good things that are are shrouding this ball of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mandatory ID checks for anyone who sits in a dispensary area where alcohol is poured. You know, so that, that's that happens anyway. Uh, no more than two drinks before a patron at a time. So, well, I think that's current. Isn't that currently the one you can't that's, get a sidecar with your beer? So that's or kind of can, current. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, beer labels must comply to a state standard, including making sure there's no that confusion one, between a, between right a malted beverage and a soda pop. The fuck yeah. are you thinking? Soda pop and malted beverages are not gin. I don't know why the Utah legislature seems to think that people are not going to know the difference between a wine cooler and a fucking soda. <laughs> as a child, as a child, I knew the difference between a margarita with tequila in it 
and mm-hmm. a margarita that was virgin. And I used to order virgin margaritas every once in a while when well, we yeah, go out. Because those because things are delicious. Because it sounded fun. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. They're delicious. They're, yeah. And you know what? Guess what? The bartender never got it fucking confused. No. And like, if they did, it's not like, it's, 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 oh, it's like one person made a mistake. Nobody is intentionally serving children alcohol. I just hate no. the duplicitous nature of Mormons in this state when it comes to drinking. Yeah. You know, uh, no, we can't possibly have any alcoholic beverages, but we'll have Martinelli's at New Year's Eve because that's what you do. It's like, you guys want to pretend that you're drinking. You're not actually going to drink. Mm-hmm. You're going to pretend that you drink. Like you said, with virgin daiquiris and virgin margaritas right. and shit. And it's like, yeah, right. No, that's, you know, that's, half the fun they, is getting, they, but part of this, part of this is the, the, the resurgence of things like the, the hard root beers. Yeah. Which aren't that great. <laughs> they're no, they're not that good, but the fucking hard ginger ales that are oh, coming up. Make a good amazing. Moscow meal with that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Those are amazing. So they're also going to, God, creating a pair of underage drinking programs in eighth and 10th grades. So, <sighs> you know what gets kids not to drink? Normalizing it. That's what gets kids not yeah. to drink. I grew up in Germany. I grew up in a family that drank all the time. Did I have an urge to drink? No. You know, I I've tried it every once in a great while. My parents weren't fucking horrible parents for doing that. There was more of a, eh, I don't like the taste of beer. I'm not going to have any, you know, it's just, yeah. I, I so knew at an early age what, what tasted good to me and what didn't, you know, right. <sighs> you normalize it. And if you, if you're not going to drink, then you're not going to drink, but making it fucking taboo. That's why you get, are, that's why. That's you guys why are misunderstanding drink. the actual purpose. That's why they binge. The LDS, that's why all these the, kids binge. The, the Mormons here don't want to actually get rid of alcohol. They don't actually because the state profits oh so lot. much from it. Oh, oh they're going to be making even yeah. more. <laughs> what they're doing is they're creating a class system. They're creating a class of sinners and they're creating a class of virtuous people. The sinners drink. And therefore, because they are sinners, we can tax them for it. It is a bad thing to drink. Yeah, true. It's unhealthy, but it's not a- immoral to drink. There's no morality here to state. But well, you know, it's, the, it's what they're doing is they're, in excess. Yeah, that's that's the caveat there. So but how are they? It is. It, it it is it is in essence creating a class system. Yeah. Those who do not drink are in the upper class. And even if they do drink occasionally in the upper class, they're still the ones opposing these laws. They're still advocating for restricting drinking because, you know, they're better than it, but they're human. They can be flawed. But it's creating divisions between people, between the reigning power and between the people who are not. And what they're trying to do is, and it's successful. If you go to a lot of places, in uh, Utah County and stuff where they they might have a, a bar in the city, maybe <laughs> if they're lucky. Uh, what they're basically doing is these people who go there, they will tell you that they deserve less rights. That, oh, but we really are the bad ones, though. They will tell you <laughs> that. They will say yeah. that we don't deserve the same representation 
because we are partaking in something in our free fucking time. But, you know, the fucking Mormons and their goddamn sugar. <laughs> yeah, all these uh, soda places that are open every fucking day. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, my fucking hell. Yeah, they're all over the fucking place. But let's get, let's get back to the, the liquor here. Uh, in the current form, this bill appears to be an admirable attempt to address those concerns and, pr- and provide appropriate protections. We will watch the legislative discussion in coming days, said the LDS spokesman, Eric Hawkins. Why? Why does this asshole get put in the news? Why? He's a church spokesman. <sighs> he has no fucking right to be a at the legislature. Oh, well, he has a right to be. He has a right to represent his his religions. Like these people don't understand separation of church and state at all. They no. they don't. <sighs> we but, need to, we we need to invite Ben Winslow on the show. Oh man, I think he would come on too. Uh, liquor sold in state run stores is already an eighty percent, eighty six percent markup, and it's going to go up to an eighty eight percent to cover those two classes we were talking about there. Uh, let's see what else is going to be happening. Be heavy beer is going to have a sixty six point five percent markup, which means I'm going to buy a lot more of it on base. Uh, let's see what else can we get. <laughs> Uh, if it stands the way it is right now, we'd much rather have not have the Zion Curtain come come down," said uh, Michael Corgliano, the executive director of the Salt Lake Area Restaurant Association. You know where all of our tourism no, dollars come Michael. in. That is not mm-hmm. Michael. Oh, sorry, Michelle. Her sorry, name, Michelle. Her I name is Michelle, Michelle yeah. Corgliano. Yes, I know her. I'm, I'm happy I got the last name right, but I got the first name wrong. God damn it, <laughs> Michael. No, it's not Michael. Uh. So what we're gonna what that comes down to is since they're they're going to be further separating the what's a restaurant and what's a bar, uh, they're like each one comes with its own terms. Bars can't allow anybody under twenty one, and restaurants must do at least seventy percent of their sales in food, which is fucking ridiculous. Uh, people, it must That's state, craziness. and you, before you're allowed to have a drink, you have to quote intent to dine. They must state your intent to dine at that restaurant. So I can't walk in off the street, have a pint, and be like, okay, thanks, guys. No, can't do that. You have to buy a fucking entree or something. Or, like, most places, like, Roosters here in Layton, they make you buy some chips or something like that. But still, it's stupid. You can't just hop into the pub and get a drink. You're muted. You're muted there, Kyle. Would you like a side of bread for a dollar? Yeah. That was, that's always my favorite. Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever gets you off my back. <laughs> Whatever I've got to do to I get my beer. The one. I just wanted the one. Can I just? Can I just have my glass of fucking wine? You serve wine. I'm not here to get trashed. Just, I'm really not. I'm here as a waypoint between going from where I was to where I'm going, and I want to well, stop I'm for a minute. I'm just here for lunch. I'm just here for lunch. I just want three pints, and then I'm <laughs> going back to work. That's really all I'm interested in. Oh, except, but isn't you know, that? But wait, why is that the restaurant's responsibility to monitor that? Because they're your why dad. isn't it your company to be like, you showed up clearly intoxicated? Kyle, <laughs> after three pints, not so much. <laughs> no, not, not so much. Oh God, Re- relaxed. But for me, is like <laughs> three... if I had three pints in an hour. I'm done. Not only am I done, but I feel like shit. Three pints is like, oh, <laughs> breakfast. I'm ready for work now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I remember working on base and they still offered beer for lunch at the pizza place oh, up there. Uh, that was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a beer before days. I go back to work. The good old days. 
All right, let's see. What else do we have about these? Oh, yeah, don't forget, uh, if your blood alcohol level is at 0.05 once this right. goes through, you're fucked. <laughs> you know? That's the lowest in the nation, by the way. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, it's just like Europe. Yeah, except no. Europe has good public transportation. We don't. <laughs> they actually have trains that run all the fucking time. They have buses. That's that just run. it. You that can drink have- till two in the morning and not have to worry about where how you're going to get home. They also have very, very different public intoxication laws. Yeah, and they also have bars right by your house. <laughs> right. They, have it up, they call them pubs because it's short for public house. How about that? You know, where you'd meet with people in the neighborhood and have right. a pint. <laughs> that that point oh five is really just for, you know, operating machinery that could kill somebody else. Oh, you know, that's the same level you'd get from having like a piece of like extra gum before doing a breathalyzer. So the, get ready for lots <laughs> well, of lawsuits. Cool. You know? And they there's a lot of studies that say that uh, and because point oh eight does is different individual to individual, right? Like. Me getting to point oh eight is going to be easier than you two guys, uh, like yeah. by far. Yep, by body weight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> three and pints. So, <laughs> because of that, the point oh five, the point oh five to the point oh eight in driving capability is almost nothing. What right. it is going to result in is cops being able to issue more DUIs. Mm-hmm. And and it's not okay in Utah. They can already issue DUIs if you are under point oh eight. You can already do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to be able to do more justifications for these things. They're going to be able to back it up, and this is going to result in more people being targeted, especially again the poor. Imagine the that. ones who can't afford a lawyer to defend them. The ones who who can't afford to pay five dollars. For mm-hmm. public transit, yes, you're right. They just spent their last five dollars on right. a fucking. There, go fuck yourself. They've got well, enough it's gas. Not, it's tank it's not. It's not even that they just spent their last five dollars for public transit. It's that public transit doesn't get them where they need to exactly. go. Exactly. They can't even get home, even if they could afford it. Even if they could afford it, it's one in the morning, and the trains don't run, and the right. buses don't run. Right. What so. the fuck are we supposed to do? Oh, and now they have Take to, it. They have to pony to up <laughs> pony up fifteen bucks for an Uber. Right. Yeah. Is it no and that's I just mean, it. And and again, this could, in somebody like my size, be one fucking beer. So the Jade Egg practice allows you to gently release trauma from things like rape, sexual abuse, but even just negative conditioning around your body or sexuality. Being able to regularly go deep inside yourself and release these long-held things is one of the super potent possibilities of the Jade Egg. Melania Trump, right? Uh, You know, the first lady that doesn't live at the White House and, you know, probably won't even be married to the president after he's done with this fucking term. Oh, she's not going to divorce him. Oh, hell no. No, he's oh, gonna get no. he's gonna get caught in some sort of like you know he's one of those guys where he has all this false bravado, and I'm not knocking him for it, but he probably enjoys a good dicking every once in a while. I would assume you don't get a pillowy ass like that without you know. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this one, but anyway, Melania no, Trump. I don't know either. I don't. Uh, her husband's plan would strip health care for 13 million children, and yep. Melania Trump paid a visit to a children's hospital on Wednesday. Where she called on the power of nature to heal seriously ill children. 
<laughs> She's so unbelievably stupid. It just... Yep. She talked <laughs> with parent, patients and their families about how, quote, how the gift of nature and the beauties of the outdoors can contribute to the healing process. <laughs> God, I, that was surprisingly good. That's a very good Melania. I am a, good Melania. That was a pretty good Melania. I'm a passionate believer in integrating and in, in, in interpreting nature's elements into our daily lives to create a warm, nurturing, and positive oh environment. God, oh my God, you guys. Okay, so a lot of like Christians like to say that Hitler was an atheist, and a lot of atheists like to be like, Hitler was a Christian. Okay. Technically, he was, he was, he was so a wooey. Catholic. He was wooey. He actually, he was a theist. He was very wooey. Yes. He, he was, was a wooey. He was a theist, theorist. but he was not a Christian. Like, well, no, not, not the most technical practice. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I think, I think you and... can do no true Scotsman with him. You know? <laughs> yeah. You actually get, um, what I mean is like, he actually promoted like, pagan ceremonies and stuff which like makes me sad yeah just and, go like, watch hellboy he like, no i mean <laughs> hitler was just crazy it's just what it was yeah the dude was fucking was nuts. Insane. yeah so she but, also said but uh, uh go ahead like I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out like she's sitting here calling on the powers of nature and everyone fucking knows he's not a fucking christian no. trump isn't a fucking christian Jesus Christ! He's not an anything. No, no, he's, not an I, he's definitely not an atheist. What I really he's love, definitely not one. I, I love how when people get to be like so uber fucking rich, where they don't have to, you know, worry about the necessities of life, coming out with wooey bullshit like how she is right now. It's like, God damn, like yeah, because yeah. if you get really sick, you're covered. You know, you don't have to worry about going broke because you got cancer. You can do all of the organic bullshit that you could possibly want to do and be like, oh my God, my colon feels so much better because I I did like this kelp tape and it just, it worked for me. And it's like, yeah, that's well and good that you can do all that and you don't have to worry about going to a job and, you know, coming up with a couple of dollars to eat some food, which is probably going to be some bullshit food because you can't afford the good stuff because you can't afford the fresh. You can't afford to go and Go down to Frisch Eatery in Salt Lake and plug there, uh, and get yourself something great to eat. You know, you're, you're going to be eating fucking box macaroni. Like, what was your diet in fucking college? You know, mine was a oh whole God. lot of tortillas I'm... with peanut butter and honey. Oh, I was eating a lot of. Uh, well, they did have a Chick Fil A at my college, and I, I ate so much Chick Fil A. It wasn't even funny, dude. I ate microwave and microwavable rice. burritos. Yeah. Yeah, Rice Lynn Wilson microwave mm -hmm. burritos or patio burritos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Salt Lake Community College had this. It's, it, it's changed ownership now, but they had this like Italian thing where you could get like cheese oh, stuffed pasta. Yeah. 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 And it had, you know, it, like, wasn't, sauce on the it top. wasn't like real cheese. It no. wasn't like. Oh, no. It was trash food. Oh, but you could I, get yeah. it for like four bucks. I have yeah. fond memories of gas station Sometimes food. Sometimes that would be my only meal a day. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was enough. It was enough. Like, it was it calories. Through. It was like, <laughs> it was a ton of food. And yep. like, oh, God, I remember like, and oh, I ate so much ramen. And yeah. oh, I, you know, fresh my produce. Heart, my heart hurts from all the, from the just sodium. thinking of all the ramen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thinking of like bacon. And like, we didn't buy bacon. I 
didn't buy bacon. Couldn't afford like, bacon. <laughs> yeah. No, I bought. I fuck. I, I still buy, can't afford bacon. <laughs> sometimes I'd buy chicken. Yeah, because you can I'd buy, buy some like, chicken boobs for pretty cheap. In, you know, <laughs> in the individual chicken boobs, and you can throw them in the freezer. Oh. So oh, anyway, shit food. Yeah, and th- that's what I'm getting back to is that Melania has never had to, she's never had to deal with no, the struggle. She, um, maybe she did when she was a lot younger, but not ever since she got here with a modeling contract and shit. She hasn't no. had to worry about a fucking thing. No, and well, so, you get your a modeling contract. Food is the least of your worries. Yeah, wet, wet cotton balls is a normal food she stuff hasn't for had you. She to prepare her own food. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, Okay, I take an actual joy in preparing food, right? Like I've mentioned cooking as my hobby. And I I really love it. Um she just gets one of the I've taco bowls good. from the truck. I'm I'm like real good with my knife skills now. I can do like the really fast chop. It's super fun. Um, but like I spend a lot on food, you guys. Like we all because, do. And <laughs> I do. I spend a lot on food because I'm buying fresh produce and I'm like ordering in a certain delivery service that if you sponsor us, I would totally give him your name. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I love you. So please do because, you know, I wear blue and an apron <laughs> Shut up. when I use it. <laughs> but no, I, I like, I love cooking, but you guys, I spend so much on food, like money that I before, could not fathom spending on fucking food. And, it's, and I'm buying <laughs> fresh shit now. I'm like, I can go to the grocery store and buy some fresh produce and yep. some fresh meat and some bread. And look at that. I've spent $30 for three nights of meals and or two nights, depending on how fancy I'm feeling. All right. So <laughs> Melania... Like, Melania said at the hospital, I believe that these same natural benefits can be instrumental to enhancing the health and well-being of all children. So during her visit to a a healing garden named for a DC philanthropist and planted morning glory seeds with sick children, the hospital did not mention any discussion of healthcare policies because she doesn't know what the fuck is going on with it. Oh, Um, no, she doesn't. The hospital shares Trump's... The hospital shares Trump's belief in the power of nature's beauty to help kids heal and thrive. Nature's beauty gave these kids their fucking illnesses. <laughs> yeah. Nature is a cold-hearted bitch that gives us glorious, beautiful <laughs> sunsets and flowers that smell like life and destructive, horrifying diseases that tear a person apart from no Pompeii. <laughs> Kale is not going to cure cancer. Okay? That's just it. It's not. Kale is not going to fix you leukemia. No. So. And, okay, and Melania, if you believe in the healing power of nature, are you going to set every one of these fucking kids up with a private? But private's actually probably not healthy. How about limited space hospitals for long-term care in which they have all the medical needs that they need, and they're in secluded areas such as mountains or beaches um, or the desert. Some kids like the desert, you know, but like the good parts of the desert where they're really pretty, maybe in southern Utah with those arches, we could use the tourism. <laughs> uh, not that That's not a big industry. It's a huge one. It's just we need more proof of how great it is. Uh, my point is, 
Are you going to do that, Melania? Are you going to set these kids up with nature? Because these kids need to go to the fucking cities right now. They need to be in the middle of where they can get affordable health care. Because you know what? The rural places can't sustain these kids for a long term. No. They just fucking Mm-mm. can't, you fucking cunt. So if Congress <laughs> plans on doing its uh, budget reconciliation process about the ACA, where they just cut the funding on it and yeah. they, they don't allow the mandate and everything, we found that, and this comes from a researcher at the Urban in- Institute, uh, in a pro in a report called partial repeal of the ACA through reconciliation coverage implications for parents and children. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, we find that 4.4 million children and 7.6 million parents would lose coverage in 2019. If that's to happen. So death panels, you guys have just created a giant fucking death panel that, you know, going out and smelling Good roses is not going job. to fucking heal, you know? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> My dad had cancer as a baby. Well done. I'm not, even, I'm not even fucking kidding. My dad had cancer as a baby. One that's actually still pretty deadly. And uh, apparently he had a great doctor and my grandma still credits God. You know, me, she's old, me. 87. We're going to let her credit God. We're just Old-timey. not even going to have this fight. <laughs> oh, she's been such a like believer. She's not a, like she's been such a believer for so long, but um, like I, I'm not gonna fight her. She's 87. No. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like you know, let her have no, it. You don't fight someone 87. You so they're just, gonna they're no, gonna repeal. They're gonna repeal everything Obama's done. You know, the Republicans just want to re- remove every trace of the black guy that was ever in office. But Melania but said. Dead children. Melania said, absolutely can't afford to save. She has said that she's planning on keeping Michelle Obama's signature vegetable garden because, you know, (laughs) organic vegetables and shit. Keep in mind, this is the same first lady that. I thought they hated her vegetable garden and her healthy eating thing. Oh, they've already, they're already removing uh, her, you know, healthy school lunch thing. So get ready for fries for every meal <laughs> in schools. Na 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 leader. Na 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 leader. Na 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 leader. Na 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 leader. 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 I mean leader. This one comes from Alan Frickenhoff, one of our he's actually provided us with a lot of stuff. So thanks, Alan. We really appreciate all the the legwork that you're doing and making it so I don't have to research so many fucking things. But he sent us an interesting clip from Spindale, North Carolina. It's from ABC 11 there. Uh, and they want to talk to us about the world, I'm sorry, Word of Faith Fellowship, which is a church out that way, uh, that has very strict rules and unusual rules uh, that they have to follow in their church, or they revi- they risk severe punishment. And some of the former members of this church have come out and said that these are some of the edicts that they have to follow. Number one, congregants need permission from their leader, which is interesting because it's kind of progressive. Jane Whaley, which is a, and other ministers in order to get married. And then it can take months or even a year before the newlyweds are allowed to have sex. You know, they get married and they have to wait. Yeah, they have, they get married and then they have to wait. <laughs> How oh, about the uh, no one is allowed to date anybody without permission? 
And most relationships and marriages are arranged by Whaley and their ministers. So this sounds a lot like a... All right, now that's getting real gross. That's getting real fucking gross. No, yeah, here's the... here's the, It's going to get worse, Felicia. Here's the third one. On their wedding night. You know, this is strictly hetero couples because, you know, homosexual oh, couples are just... Yeah, no, this is not a thing that happens in these kind of fucking religions. On their wedding night, couples are permitted only a, quote, godly peck on the cheek. And when they get in Ew. bed together, when they get in bed together, they must roll over and go to sleep. They're not allowed <laughs> to have any fun. Ain't no fucking in these sheets. Oh. <laughs> That's sad. That's it is sad, sad because you know how many times like I rolled over and Williams rolled over and then all of a sudden it's the middle of the night and you're like, Ugh, you really should be sleeping, neat. but there ain't no sleeping going on at that point. So, yeah. How about this one? For it's all just... for all married couples, lovemaking is limited to 30 minutes with no foreplay allowed at all. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. Foreplay is primarily for the woman. Everyone fucking knows this. You know what? It's a real tender area down there. Going in dry. <laughs> like it just sucks it just sucks the clitoris just goes oh, okay i'm done and then it just like curls up in this little little pocket it's sad and then it just goes away <laughs> and then you just end up sore and you're not sore for the good reasons oh no foreplay no fucking fo oh, okay this church i'm gonna have words i have words <laughs> it gets worse All though right. felicia so no foreplay allowed the lights must be turned off and only the min the missionary position is sanctioned in, in these relationships. What the shit? Why? You know, I'm okay with the lights off part. <laughs> and your t-shirt on. No. No. <laughs> t-shirt on. Even I'm okay. It's business. It's business time. <laughs> I had to go to a like I had to go to a soft safe word, like yellow. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's no. how you know that's you know a real BDSM relationship when you mm -hmm. say I had to get the safe word yellow. It was great, like because <laughs> you still regard it as great sex. Because once you say the safe word, right, like it you're, stops. You're yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I gotta yeah. break. Yeah, yeah. Like, I gotta like because like red is a hard stop. And yeah, yeah. I know everyone's gonna be like, <laughs> oh, you're using those two. Look, they're not. You don't say yellow and red in bed. You just don't do it. And those are universally understood as slow it the fuck down or stop it the fuck now. All right. <laughs> like they just make sense. They're, they, they make sense. But OK, so like that's how, you know, real BDSM relationships, because it's like I had great sex when I used to safe word because like it stopped. <laughs> it, I slowed down. And, and my point is, OK, seriously, uh, lights off. Why? 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 Like, you're not allowed, like, did not God create your bodies according to your beliefs? Did not God tell you to revel in this body and to enjoy life? No, you're not supposed to enjoy this person that you've committed your life to. No, you're supposed no, to be ashamed. No, you're not. Yeah, you're supposed to be ashamed. You're supposed to feel bad. And I don't, you're supposed to not, not have fun with have you, I don't, I've never bits. seen. I've never seen animals do it missionary besides humans, though. I think we're the only species of mammal that does it that way. 
Well, have you ever seen dinosaurs do it? Because that's how they did it. (laughs) They were tender to each other. (laughs) Yeah. Just imagine two T-Rexes going at it, missionary. Can you feel the love tonight? (laughs) You know what? Missionary is delightful. Okay, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just as long as the guy's done a couple of push-ups to get to that point, because otherwise you get that wobbly elbow thing going on. The the biggest drawback to missionary. So the biggest drawback to missionary comes from um, me being fat. Louis Louis, Louis (laughs) C.K. So Louis C.K. has the best description of middle-aged missionary sex, which uh, he describes looking down at his own body. And seeing like 12, <laughs> 12 tits <laughs> hanging down. And all he could do is say, I'm I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> we're But missionary hits the um, yeah. it's fine. Uh, it's just, you know, there's it hits the nice it's a lovely position. And don't look down because the pressure <laughs> on top feels nice. Okay. That's okay. I turn uh, the lights and off. if you're feeling <laughs> and but uh, but it, it's it's delightful. It's a delightful position. But it seriously, if that's the only one, like I've had sex in office chairs. It's just neat because you're like, hey, never done it here before. Doing yeah. it on the kitchen counter. Yes, I have, and I'm gonna chairs keep doing and that. Counters and Lysol wipes. Lysol wipes take care of that shit. It's yeah. fine. You know, it's yeah. fine. There are there are. Like, are an infinite number of positions and locations just and here's the reason here's the real reason why they want to tell couples to do this because they want to make them feel bad because they know their couples are going to fail in this they know their couples are going to at some point really enjoy it they're gonna have a good time and then they're going to feel real bad and then they can create the illness and offer the cure and say oh you just need Mm -hmm. to love jesus more and that's really the crux of it is control and ownership of these human beings by gaslighting is a common term being used now uh, by gaslighting them and by, by saying, oh, this thing that you perceive is good, that is healthy and good. It's not. Oh, You're crazy. I've You're got one more. <laughs> I've got one oh, more. Couples, couples need permission from church leadership to have children. And the leaders dole out condoms to make sure that unapproved women don't get pregnant. Church leaders and unapproved women, you don't get to own that part of your body at all. <laughs> Gross. Okay, I I would I would be on board with this if it if they if it wasn't a power thing. thing. If it wasn't a power thing, if it was the same thing for men, because there are lots of men that shouldn't have kids. Yep, absolutely. And the the former followers of this wacko as fuck church says that couples violating the rules can be publicly rebuked, subjected to violence, or forced to separate. Ah, Welcome to American Taliban. I look around at the congregation today, and my heart is filled with joy. Why? Because I see everyone here using the Lord's greatest gift, life. You know... The biggest sin is to throw the gift of life back into God's stupid face. For remember the spooky story of Lazarus 
He did not reject Jesus' gift of life back from the dead and say, Oh, Lord, you are a weirdo. Your gift is boring. Why don't you just take a hike, you big, dumb, holy Messiah? Didn't he just do this sermon eight years ago? Tell me about it. I can do this one in my sleep. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a bear can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast... I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. All right. Tennessee. Yay, Tennessee. Hey, Tucker, we miss you. We got to have you on the show again soon. Oh, in Nashville, this is Dateline from WDEF. Uh, Tennessee constitutional amendment to say liberty comes from God fails. So victory for atheists. Yay for oh, the short good. time that we possibly can. This is a feel-good piece because, God damn it, <laughs> it's been pain and misery and yeah. sadness and fuck Melania Trump and her, you know, organic oh, food. I'm going to go buy some jade eggs from Goop and shove them up my cooter and next thing you know I'm going <laughs> to be <laughs> and I'm going to get all the toxins out my body. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, just as How long has it been since I've heard that word? I love that word. Uh, okay, so Tennessee. Oh. A proposal to amend the state constitution, the state fucking constitution, to say that God is the source of Tennesseans' liberties has failed in the House. Okay, that's great. Uh, it was sponsored by Representative Micah Van Huss of Jonesboro. You need to get that fucker out of office as quickly as you possibly can, Tennessee. I mean, seriously. It was received a 3 3 vote. So three were for, three were against. In the House Civil Justice Subcommittee on Wednesday, measures needed a majority vote to advance. So it was almost advanced. How about that? Wow. Thank that was goodness. Too close. Yeah. And the proposed addition to the Tennessee Constitution would have read, quote, We recognize that our liberties do not come from governments, but from Almighty God. Oh. But I'm, I get liberties too. But I get okay. liberties too. I'm gonna expat. But, I think I, I I might have to, guys. <laughs> but what would that actually do? Uh, let's see. Amending the state constitution is a lengthy process. Proposed changes must pass the majority in chamber. Blah 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 blah. And then pass two thirds of a vote in the next the amendment would go before the voters in the year. It wouldn't actually do anything. I don't think. Okay, so it wouldn't actually do anything. It would be a bullshit, meaningless. But it's amendment. it's yeah. But it doesn't matter because no, it, well, if you give them if you give them a, an inch, they take a mile. And no, the next yeah, thing, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the same state that has its like own state sniper rifle or state weapon or something <laughs> like that, where you know it's the Barrett fifty uh, caliber. Like, yeah, and they also have the they're, yeah. they're the same state that did the uh, the the official state book is the Bible. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. like why why. Tucker, get your fucking sit, your state straight. I know it's hard for you to get yeah, around on you your Razor Tucker, scooter, dude, you but do, you, you, you Tucker, do it, Tucker. Hop, it's on you. This hop on your, your Razor and go down to Jer Jonesboro <laughs> and punch this guy right in the snot locker. Because you're the only person from Tennessee that we know. 
I will buy you a cape that has a big T on it. <laughs> buy him a superhero outfit. Tucker, oh, we love you. We're, we're talking about Tucker Drake from the uh, Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. He's, he's been on a bunch of times, and he's a great fucking sport. I love the man. <laughs> oh, fucking Tennessee, I swear. I swear to God, man. Uh, uh, uh. No, I don't swear to him. No. Cut. Swear <laughs> to rock. Oh, man. Let's see. What else? Is there anything else about? No. No, it's just dumb. It's just completely it's dumb. It's just a whole bunch of dumb. Yeah. But it almost passed. That's the fucked up thing about <laughs> it. God damn it. Committee. It almost passed committee. Well, Chill yeah. Out. I know, but yeah, that's the... No, it wouldn't have... It wouldn't have... Uh, I would hope it wouldn't have made it through, but... Actually, I'm uh, I'm glad it didn't pass committee because I'd be more terrified if it made it to the House and Senate in Tennessee. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but it would have come up during the uh, the next gubernatorial election, so... It would have to have probably been voted on by majority of everybody in the state. So thankfully, no. <laughs> One less thing to worry about on a fucking ballot. It's 2017 and we're still fucking putting God stuff on ballots. This is wasn't this year that Roy Daddy was commissioned? Didn't he? This, we're in Blade Runner territory and we're still talking about God. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you people? Look. Putin, wait, 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 from wait. everything I see, has no respect for this person. Well, that's because he'd rather have a puppet as president of no the puppet, United States. No puppet. And it's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's pretty clear you won't admit no, that the, the Russians have engaged in cyber attacks against the United States of America. Well, it's the Trump roundup for the first week of April. And fuck, okay. I, I go to Vice for a lot of this stuff, and they, they summed it up in the email exchange that they sent me earlier this week uh, you know summarizing this whole thing and we're going to get to his joint session of congress of course but sorry folks this is one that's had enough gravity to have us here talk for an hour but we're going to try to hit the bullet points and give you us our our take on them so in one sentence thank you thank you vice news for some summarizing this for me perfectly donald trump said he'd skip the white house correspondence dinner he hosted 46 governors for dinner at the white house got called out by an iranian oscar winner Proposed a 2018 budget that would increase defense spending by $54 billion, blamed White House leaks and protests on Barack Obama, gave his first speech to Congress as president, reportedly held the release of a second immigration order for his own in its for its own moment after the speech because, you know, he wanted to ride the, the, the good publicity he was getting from all the speech and everything, blamed a botched raid in Yemen on his generals, and then had the same, you know, what the fuck, uh, the, the widow show up to the speech Get two minutes of standing ovation time. We're, we're, I'm just going to get the bullet points and then we'll talk about them. And then said he thought he broke a record for like the longest standing ovations. Like, you sick motherfucker. Uh, let's see. He met with... Uh, wait, no. Hang on. Here we go. Uh, defended attorney, attorney General Jeff Sessions after it was revealed that he had met with the Russian ambassador during Trump's campaign, contradicting statements he gave under oath to the Senate, and saw Sessions recuse himself from any probe into Clinton's cam- I mean Trump's campaign. Uh, blamed Sessions' Russia scandal on the Democrats and found Vice President Mike Pence, vocal critic of Hillary Clinton's email use, at the center of a controversy regarding his own use of private email accounts, while governor of Indiana and almost made it the entire week without a Twitter rant. And what Twitter rant are we talking about? This one came out today. (gasps) Holy shit, guys. Our president is an insane man. He's just insane. out, he said this morning. He's like, insane man. As we're recording this, just out, the same Russian ambassador Breaking that Jeff, news. Jeff Session visited the Obama White House 22 times and four times year, last year alone. 
The difference being the ambassador is meeting with the president. You're talking about Sergey, not Sergey Kislyak. Jeff Sessions. No, Kislyak. Yeah, he met with yeah Kislyak met with Obama 22 times. Not nearly the same thing. He didn't meet with Hillary Clinton's people 22 times, did he? It wasn't a secret. It wasn't. It was. uh, They have all of the shit on record. And I'm sure they have a lot of the conversation saved. And you know what? Most of them probably involved. Tell Putin to stop doing what he's doing. You know, mm-hmm. you're the Fine. ambassador. I'm talking stop to you it. as the president. Go talk stop to it. your leader. You know? <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And also he says, uh, I bet a good lawyer could make a great case out of the fact that President Obama was tapping mm-hmm. my phones in October just prior to the election. And he capitalized election for some weird reason. Except for none of those taps were leaked. No, everybody knew Except about these taps. No, we knew about these taps. We talked about them on this show. No, we did. Yes. Yeah. We, but he's the one. He, <laughs> if people haven't so, learned by now, he says this stuff to try to deflect A, from what he's really doing, and also B, he's projecting. He's saying. He feels guilty for whatever he does, and he says it on Twitter, like blaming somebody else because he can't possibly be wrong himself. Right. No, but this one, this is one that's really interesting. Because uh, he, he tweeted about this when he learned about the warrant, about the, the FISA yeah. court warrant. So as soon as he learned about that, that warrant existing, no, here's and the thing being in place. That's when he got. Here's the thing. When do you know when he he learned about this? Do you know when he learned about it? Reading it on fucking Breitbart. Yeah. And then he. This is at delicious. This was like this was like three a.m. Eastern time. This is like like no no president should be awake doing this shit unless he's like taking rails of coke in Mar-a-Lago, which of course he's fourth week of doing. So I'm. He probably is. Ah, he would have learned about this if he if he actually attended the intelligence briefings. Yeah. Let's see. He says, uh, terrible exclamation point. Just found out that Obama had wiretapped in Trump Tower just before victory. Nothing found. This is McCarthyism. Wiretap? Uh. Honey, everyone's phone calls are still being recorded. They just have to have a warrant to be able to listen to them. Hey, uh, and, and all the Justice Department oh, needs is a Republican- reason to. And now all the Republicans who have been vocal supporters of recording phone calls are going, this is a private citizen who's getting their phone calls recorded. Yeah. I yeah, love WikiLeaks. I love the leaks. I love the leaks. I hate the leaks. Uh, the leaks need to go away. Motherfucker, you cannot have it yeah. both ways. <laughs> At that point in time, he was not exactly a private citizen. Yeah, and let, let's put it this way, Mr. Trump. This is McCarthyism. You're calling this McCarthyism. The fact that we are oh. researching your actual ties to Russia, where you had, according to a computer scientist, this is out there, people, Wired Magazine fucking did an article about it. Either that or it was Ars Technica. I can't remember which one it is. Super fucking nerdy publications about stuff. Where a computer scientist went, huh, there is a server that's communicating directly from Trump Tower to a bank in Russia. One server, and it's broadcasting in a very, very distinct IP range. You know, not yeah. something that was set up, you know, half-heartedly, half-acidly. This was set up almost like it's an 
intelligence machine. How about that? Uh, and that's what they got their wiretap thing for. So let's see. The the same Russian ambassador we started that one 22 times. Is it legal for a sitting president? We heard oh, a new low. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking... No, no. Is it legal for a sitting president to be wiretapping a race for president prior to an election turned down by court earlier? A new low. Like, <sighs> Sorry, guys. Uh, no, you're Orzo fine. just clawed into my knee. Oh. <laughs> you tried to sit up. Yeah. So... I bet a good Go lawyer could make a great case out of the fact that President Obama was tapping my phones in October just prior to the election. How low no. has Obama gone what, to tap you? my phones during the very sacred election process? The very oh, sacred no, election process. Sacred. The same election where you called on Russia to hack Hillary? The same fucking election where you called on Russia to hack the Democrats? You piece of hypocritical shit. The, he doesn't to call this, know what that word means. He says sacred. The guy, the same guy that's like, oh, well, if I don't win, it's a rigged election. It's a rigged election. It's a rigged he election. It's a rigged election. I'll accept the outcome if I win. I'll accept it if I win. It's like, fuck you, man. Oh, and here's yep. the real, here's the real fucking kicker. Less than an hour after this whole fucking tirade that he did, he decides to pivot and talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's not, he's not doing the, the apprentice anymore. I don't care. I know that's the thing, but like the fucking leader of the free world giving rants about how he was wiretapped by FISA court and shit, blah, 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 blah. I can't believe his McCarthyism. They're going against me and leaks in Watergate, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But fuck that Arnold Schwarzenegger guy though. What? He's insane. <laughs> <laughs> he is absolutely insane. <sighs> let's see. So let's what let me get into just we're gonna go over just a quick couple of bullet points because I mainly wanted to talk about the the bullshit that he brought up during the his Twitter tirade. But I do have an annotated list of all the stuff that he said during the during the address to Congress, and we're gonna hit a couple of them. So he was talking about he finally got him to stand on a position about anti-Semitism, which thankfully oh, he yeah. actually has an opinion. Finally, <laughs> he stood on that point for what? Two point five seconds. seconds. Yeah. Recent yeah. threats targeting Jewish community centers and vandalism of Jewish cemeteries, as well as last week's shooting in Kansas city remind us that while we may be a nation divided on policies, we are a country that stands united in condemning hate and evil in all of its very ugly forms. no, you have condoned this shit. You've called out anybody who's not in your in-group and you want violence to happen to them. No, yeah, yeah, no, sorry. That, fuck you. Uh, what else does he have here? Uh, let's see. We tended the borders of other nations while leaving our mm -hmm. own borders wide open for anyone to cross. Drugs to pour in nope. at unprecedented rates. No. Nope. No, 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 no. Marijuana distribution mm -hmm. is very far down. You know, cocaine's down. Heroin's up because everybody's addicted to painkillers. How about that one? Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. We're not leaving our borders wide fucking open. Yeah, if we are, we're leaving it wide open to, to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we have begun to drain the swamp of government corruption by imposing oh. a five-year ban on lobbying by executive branch officials and a lifetime ban on becoming a lobbyist for a foreign government. 
this is not going to do anything. This is a complete fucking wank job. That's all this is right there. Exactly. It's absolutely nonsense. Uh, we are imposing a new rule which mandates for every one new regulation, two must be eliminated. What is this? Is this some sort of fucking elementary school version of running governments? Regulations exist for a fucking reason, Don. <laughs> right. See, and that's no, just it. It's... Like, this, this, it, it's a nonsense thing. It's a nonsense thing. It's the biggest. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it has the biggest loophole built into it. First off, you can just write a new regulation that includes the old ones as well. Let's see. So he doesn't do anything. It doesn't make about, any goddamn sense. You know, ripping families apart with immigration enforcement by doing this and border security enforcing the laws. We're going to wait raise wages. How the fuck are you going to raise no, wages in this no. country? That has nothing. That doesn't to do make with any it. sense. We're going to help the unemployed. I'm sorry, no, but unemployed not. people are not going to go fucking working and picking shit in, in fields. They're just not going to do that. We're going to save billions and billions of dollars that you're just going to blow on fucking military spending and pork anyway, and make yeah. our community safer for everybody. Uh, no. Immigrants are not the ones causing all these crimes. How about that? We we knew about in that fact, one though. Not. In fact, high immigrant areas are lower in crime. I know. I worked in one. It was <laughs> remarkably peaceful. How about this one? Uh, according to data provided by the Department of Justice, you know, headed by his own Jeff Sessions, after he fired the actual person that was doing the job, Sally Yates, which was doing a great fucking job, the vast majority of individuals convicted of terrorism and terrorism-related offenses since nine eleven came from outside our country. No, they didn't. Fuck you, no, they didn't. Uh, so easily just... Uh, all 12... Somebody introduced this guy to fucking Google. God damn all it. All 12 jihadists who have committed fatal terror attacks in the United States since 9-11 have either been native-born citizens or oh, legal God. permanent residents. Right. Not illegal and immigrants. not... Funny enough, from the 11 countries in his fucking ban. No, none of them. Recent, recent reports from... Uh, recent reports have shown that the majority of these people are at risk of being radicalized after they come into the country. Yeah. After they get here. Yeah. Even after they become citizens. Let's see. Oh, it's, is it because maybe we make them feel like they're not welcome? Is that maybe, maybe what it is? Maybe. Maybe. They get here and they go, wow, I'm being treated like shit. I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe it's because, uh, I don't know. Fuck everybody. <laughs> yep. That's he it. brought up Just some shit it. about NAFTA, but he doesn't understand NAFTA enough in order no, to he make sense of it. He doesn't understand anything. Can we I'm just trying. ignore everything this guy says? America Except has a. He's got his fucking. Uh, but people, after seeing this, this speech, after seeing this speech, people are like, oh, he became president today. This is the day where he acted presidential. Oh my God. My coworkers were like, even liberals were saying possible. that they responded well. And I'm like, mm -mm, not this I, liberal. I've, not this am, liberal sitting right oh. the fuck here. He, he, he lowered the bar. His bar was so. Low. All he had to do was not like flip out. Not shit on the floor. All he had to do was <laughs> not shit the bed during the speech. 
He just had to read. That's all he had to do was read and not go off script too much. And he still said horrendous things. He still said horrendous things. He said horrendous things. He just said it in a softer voice. He fucking proposed exact actions and policies that were enacted by the fucking Third Reich. (laughs) Yeah, his voice program that he's got set up. My God. He wants to set up an American SS. Yeah, the the Victims of Immigrant Crime Enforcement or something like that. V-O-I-C-E is what he set up. And it's essentially the same fucking thing as the Gestapo. It's the same thing. We are here to investigate the immigrant crimes. You know, we have heard there are Mexicans here. We are going to investigate them. It's the fucking SS. (laughs) Are we the baddies? (laughs) And in the same week, in the same week, I I just made a statement that I was worried about a friend of mine who is undocumented uh she's a dreamer she's registered as a dreamer go fuck yourself Mm -hmm. and my own cousin said to me well i said she's been here for 20 years and she said well then she's had plenty of times to get legal (laughs) she came here as a fucking child not empathy easy is fucked up in this country we are completely non-empathetic i'm not saying uh, we are but you know the majority of people that voted for this asshole have zero empathy because they think that once the once all the quote unquote bad people are out, you know they're completely not remembering their history lessons at fucking all with all this stuff. Once the bad people are out, everything's going to be magical and better and great and fine and Europe the first. And they're not actually thinking ahead at the fuck all. Yeah, because like once they're done getting just... the Mexicans and they're booting all the Canadians out and all that other stuff. Who are they going to turn on next? Oh, let's see the LGBT people, and then they're going to turn on the liberals, and then they're going to turn on to no, other no, no, people. no, no, no. We'll go back to practically slave. We won't actually call them slaves. We'll just call them like indentured servants or something. And those will be brown people, particularly brown people, uh, brown women. Uh, brown women will be used as chattel and or sex slaves because you know the exotic factor, but only the pretty ones. Uh, the not pretty ones and then the ones who are eventually not pretty from being used as chattel will be used for hard labor Uh, then us white women will be relegated to the home again to absolute misery and any one of us that tries to step out will be subject to public execution and you will have to be you'll be forced to have children because you need to replenish the homeland. You need to. We well, are, we are headed see, down fascistic lines, well, and people don't see it. Do they that. don't. Yeah, I mean. So he also wants to ask. He's <clears throat> asking Congress to approve legislation to produce one trillion of an investment into the infrastructure in the United States, which would be great. <clears throat> except his campaign's infrastructure plan. Involved giving roughly $137 billion in tax cuts to private investors who want to finance toll roads, toll bridges, and other projects that generate their own revenue that's streams. That's not public information. That's not public. That's, that's not, not public, public infrastructure. No, it's that's... not. <sighs> so, yeah, I agree that many more places probably need to have toll roads. I mean, because that's a good way of cutting well, down on gridlock and shit. But... If it's a publicly funded thing, you shouldn't have to 
well, you shouldn't have yeah. to pay tolls on it. <laughs> no, simple. as as some as somebody who's spent a good portion of my life on the East Coast, where there are toll roads, it doesn't really cut down on no. anything. Nope. I mean, people will avoid the toll roads, but you know, when there's no other option, they just suck it up. How about uh, Trump saying that he is urging both parties to pass an education bill that funds school choice. Ah! These families should be free to choose the public, private, private charter, magnet, religious, or home school that is right for them. Yes, let's go ahead and use public funding for religious schools. That's great. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? I'm going to wrap it up here real quick. Uh, police and sheriffs are members of our community. They're our friends and neighbors, mothers and fathers, sons and daughters, and they leave behind loved ones every day who worry whether or not they'll come home safe and sound. We must support the incredible men and women. Here's the thing. When people want to bring up this Blue Lives Matter shit, and I've got, I'm, I'm a law enforcement family. I know exactly what these people are talking about when they're like, I wonder if he's going to come home every day. Yeah, I get that. Here's the thing. Yeah. He chose that job or she chose that job. Yeah. That's something they could take on. They can put on and take off, you know, being a well, person and of color you're not blue when you're not in blue. Oh, they claim that no, they are. Oh not. man. <laughs> well, they, they claim, they claim that they are, but the thing is even they don't, when there's a situation that they see or believe to be dangerous or life threatening, there is nothing that requires them to enter into this situation. In fact, you're told not to. even, even in uniform. If your life is in danger, you do not have to go into that situation. So he spoke to General Mattis, who reconfirmed that, and I quote: "This is about the Yemen raid." Ryan was part of a highly successful raid that generated large amounts of vital intelligence, which every other intelligence community person like didn't. We didn't get anything from this. Apparently, we not really. Nothing. I mean, maybe. I mean, not nothing, but not a lot. Yeah, and not enough that he I needed mean, to die. <laughs> not something he needed to trade his but, life for. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, and yeah, there was a little bit gained, but but the most fucked up thing about that whole. The whole event is that he passed the Benghazi. buck. He passed the buck. He blamed his generals for that death. He didn't own it himself. He didn't go, yeah, I made a fucked up call and his death is on me. Yeah, he went to go visit the, the body when it was coming back, but mm. he didn't own it. He yeah. didn't be like, it was my decision ultimately to do this and it cost somebody their life. No, he didn't do that. He just, oh, whatever, my generals did it. I was too busy eating dinner. <laughs> He wasn't even too busy eating dinner. He was tweeting. He yeah. was fucking. <clears throat> he instead of instead of sitting in the situation room, he was. <clears throat> and I can't be the only one that whenever you hear him do the whole thank you, God bless, and God bless the United States of America. It's like you are so fucking full of it. <laughs> you don't believe any of this you. shit anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate this. Well, he man. didn't believe anything. He was just reading whatever was on the prompter. Yeah, I'm I'm sure he didn't write. And you could most you could it. totally you could totally tell when he went off script. <laughs> when he ad libbed, yes. <laughs> when he ad libbed. You could tell. But he it, thinks he's so fucking you could tell smart. When he 
Oh, fuck. He thinks he's funny, too. God damn it. He's an asshole. That's all there is to it. That does it for this week's current events. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode coming out on Wednesday, which will be our weekly feature show. Uh, Before we completely wrap up this section, I, of course, have to give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each and every week. So many thanks go out to our sustaining patrons, Dan Ellis, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Danny Lopez, and Mike Bowman for all the help that you've and love that you've shared with us. But an extra large helping, a heaping dumpster filled with, you know, all sorts of love and adulation. Go to Marissa McCool for being our number one patron. Thank you so much, Riz. Uh, if you want to support the work that we do each week, uh, actually, we are going to be doing that Saturday's Warrior episode here pretty soon. Yeah. And March is a... Uh, okay. March's patron episode for uh, Know Your Enemy. You know, the... Ugh, that looks like it was terrible, Felicia. Uh, the, the March patron episode that we're going to be doing for Know Your Enemy is going to be about Pat Robertson, so you, you don't want to miss out there. Uh, so if you want to give us a, a little bit of support for the work that we do each week, make sure you go to patreon.com slash utahoutcast. Uh, however, money isn't the only way to get our attention. If you don't have the budget, a quick review or subscribe on whatever you can catch us on helps a ton. And we'll make sure to give you due praise like we did the handful that we got this uh, this past week. So really quick on YouTube, we have William Wood. Thanks for the subscribe. And on Twitter, we have Lisa Mona, LaFerny, Doubting Dogma Blog, and Elizabeth Davey. Uh, thank you so much for putting up with all my Twitter nonsense. It's been a good time. We did get two new reviews on iTunes, a one star and a five star, but they left us no text. Oh, thank you. The one yeah. star left us no text. I know, right? None. Well, that's none. the fuck. And then I was talking with Felicia like about you this. You want to know, right? Like, what are we doing no wrong? Kidding. What did we do? Really? That was so terrible. What did we do? What did we do? Oh, yeah, we talked shit I on Trump. I bet. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. It could be a Pepe out there that you know might be triggered by the fact that we're oh. talking about their guy. I don't know. I mean, they gave us one star, star, so odds. Like, no, like, Odds are of them listening to this is really slim. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck but you. Star, but the, the five, five star, star, hey, yeah, you know. You, hey, out there, let us go know. ahead and just message yeah. one of us. You know, yeah. we care about your opinions. We're out and there. We really appreciate <laughs> your support. We really, really do. Yeah, it's, thank uh, you so much. It's your guys' support. Message all. Just get in contact with any one of us. Your guys' yeah. support has. All of us. Has rocketed us to number 32 in the uh, religion and spirituality section, uh, falling underneath other and on iTunes. And uh, people might scoff at that, but fuck, I'm 32 out of like, we're we're at least in the top 200. We're in the top 40, people. Yeah. We keep some good company. We're in the top 40. Yeah. Can you believe this? Yeah. We're so so proud of our. So uh, a, a final thanks uh, goes out to Kyle and Felicia for joining me tonight. And uh, But we'll catch you guys on Wednesday. And remember, you're welcome. Bon nuit. Good night, everybody. Strange of flowers, yet there will never come a day that I will ever regret. The hours, days, years, and the minutes. Enjoy the pain, sunshine, the rain in it. The drives on the coast of nowhere. Nothing to see, just sit and stare.
John McCain has not been one to fuck over as many people as possible. You know who has been? Paul Ryan. We know it because there's people are like, he tried to fuck me over. Spencer Cox. Oh, there's one. There's one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to talk duplicitous Mr. Mormons. Mr. Oh, the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny. Sean Spicer. <laughs> yes. We know these people because there's plenty of people who are like, that person tried to fuck me over. And yet every, almost every single person who's worked with Hillary Clinton is like, she's amazing, you guys. Like, I know. I. Uh, she's just awesome. <laughs> like, what's remarkable is how many people... How many people that have known her, met her, worked with her? How many people have not come out and said, ah, yeah, no, she's kind of cunty. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that. No, not you once. hear you hear like an intense loyalty to her. Yeah. You want like this... <laughs> Here lies X. Like... He was kind of cunty. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future. And even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. <laughs> 